Welcome to Sister Hack. Do you crave candid conversation? And are you curious about how others deal with the details of work, home, family, and everything in between? Well, sisters Hannah and Rachel have conversations about the unspoken dynamics that drive our everyday lives. And we have more in common than you think. So when you listen to Sister Hack, you too can share hacks and laughs that help make this convoluted life a little funnier and a little more clear. So now introducing Hannah and Rachel. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sister Hack. Um, we are here with somebody who has a little bit of a sore throat. Say hi. Me, Rachel. <laughs> if, my, if my voice is a couple decibels lower, um, that's why. But it's not just a sore throat. It's just a little bit of like a little cold. Yeah. And um, that's okay because you're a co-host. And when one of us is down, the other one's got to hold it down. For sure. And you really are, you have, you, you too have a take charge attitude. So I'm confident in where we are right now. Right. And um, even though this episode is mostly about you, we're going to try to have you not speak as much. (laughs) Well, we do also, of course, have a three-time returning guest with us today. The one, the only Tammy Ferry. Say hi, mom. Hi, everyone. Glad to be here. Thanks for having me back to Sister Hack. On a scale of one to 10, how pumped were you when we invited you back? I was on a scale of one to 10. I was probably a 10. I was pretty yeah. excited. Wow. Yeah. It's an honor. A couple of things, Hannah, at first, just now when you um, introduced her, I thought that you said her last name wrong because in my head, I call mom Tammy Tanner. Wow. You've gone that deep into full house mode. Because she's a big time cleaner. Everybody knows that, you know, I, everybody, I think any of your listeners, probably when they think of me, they think of cleaning because that decentralized cleaning went viral. So (laughs) that's fine. I'm happy to identify with that, but there are other aspects to who I am. She wants to, she wants to let the world know how well-rounded she is. And that's why today she's got a whole different topic. Yeah. Uh, my sister, co-host, fellow hackhead, Rachel Tomes, just got back from an international trip. And so we're going to focus um, the episode today around unpacking. But guess what? We're not really going to talk about her trip. <laughs> it's going to be unpacking parenthood and Rachel's big announcement. If you follow us on social media as individuals, you will have noticed that um, Rachel is pregnant and expecting in July. Woo! and Kyle's the dad Kyle's the father for any of you who are wondering can you tell because that's that's my favorite joke that's why I said it (laughs) it doesn't land as well among us who have heard it a couple yeah mom hates it she just grimaced right now she's like "Eh, yeah not good um can you because it's in the spirit of sister hack tell the audience who may have not seen what your caption was for your photo because it was very much like hashtag. hashtag. Oh, yeah. It was a cute caption. I had a great buildup because I was sharing some updates along the trip and we were um, doing a tour of the Holy Land in Israel, Kyle and I. And so I wrote something along the lines of like one trip of a lifetime down, another one begins in July, parenthood. And then Shalom, baby Tom. And I was just so excited 
when I realized that shalom, which is a greeting or salutation in Hebrew for, uh, it's Hebrew for hello or goodbye, that when I realized shalom rhymed with tomes, I was just like, it's just a moment. It's just a moment. So I'm so excited about that. That's amazing. Mom, when you read it, did you think in your head, hashtag Shalom Baby Toms? <laughs> no, I know what her last name is, but it's also, there's some kind of um, meaning of peace in there too. Peace. Yeah. Peace, my friend. Peace be with you, which that's also cool. Thank you, Mimi. Yeah. We tease mom because she, she's, she's what rhymes with mom, Toms. Mom sometimes pronounces my last name Tom's, but you know what? It's okay. I I thought I think in my head her last name's Tanner. Right. So. You guys are confused. Um, and if you want to know more about Shalom, you can revisit Uncle Tim's uh, episode, um, which was a very reflective, peace um focused episode. I think it was in June of last year. Yeah, All June right. of 2021. Yes, we're gonna get into parenting today, and that's why we have our parent on. Um on board. And, um, I am fresh off a parenting seminar. (laughs) Zach and I I went to, so our church is putting on like this parenting seminar. And then like, right after it was a marriage one. And then now every week there'll be a parenting like follow-up led by our principal. Um, but it, the marriage one, I mean, parenting was already into nap time and marriage was deep into nap time. So I just said, we're going to focus on our marriage later. We got to get out of here. (laughs) that's that tends to be how it goes parenting comes before marriage so (laughs) so anyway I have a nifty little sheet um and it's called simple habits for effective parenting mom is the most experienced parent of the three of us although now we can all say we've all experienced it in some way so mom as you raised us daughters along with our three brothers I want you to give a hack yes you think you and dad hit this one out of the park home run Hack maybe, hack sometimes, you can throw in there if you want, um, or a hack, no, like that was off your radar, maybe it wasn't popular back then, maybe you guys just dropped the ball on it, okay? Got it. And just try not to bring in your regret for feeding us beanie weenies <laughs> into this. We know that you didn't know a lot about sodium levels, but now you eat very clean, so I'm sure we'll address that in a minute. Okay. Go ahead. So number one, and I'm going to give a little explanation too. Um, half yes or half no communicated unconditional love with words. So you verbally express your love daily for your children. Heck yes. Yeah, I'd agree. Agree. I mean, every time I pick Stephen up 4k, I bring him home and we'd, he, I'd stand him on the stool in the kitchen and I'd say, let's hug each other so hard till we cry. And I do that with your kids. Let's hug so hard that we make each other cry. That, <laughs> that, explains, that honestly explains a lot. Well, so I'm going to skip the next one. Communicate unconditional love with physical affection. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd say we were, we've always been a very physical family. Massages, wrestling, tucking in at night. Right. I love yous have always been very shared very widely. Okay. Hack us or hack no positive labels. Um, how are you at focusing on what we were doing right, catching what we were doing right and saying things like, I appreciate your determination, helpfulness, hard work, um, rather than a negative label, which would be like, 
so-and-so is is so stubborn and then they kind of buy into that label. Yeah. Wow. That's a hard one because you sort of vacillate. We went through the real stubborn phase with Andrew where we just kind of labeled him as being stubborn. I think that's a hack medium in between. I think we did pretty good about positively reinforcing good behavior and um, trying not to be negative. I think I tended to have more, probably more critical eye like I was probably more critical than I wanted to be. Now that I look back, like, I feel like I was always like, oh my goodness, that's rooms are a mess. They're like, this is so, everything was so hard all the time. Like just Mm -hmm. those things around the house. I felt like I nagged a lot. That's how I feel every day. I don't, I don't remember you negatively labeling us though. Negatively labeling. I don't think I would do that. Like, I think I would have been like somewhat, sensitive to not doing that, but I do feel like I nagged a lot. Mm -hmm. So the idea behind this one, which I thought was interesting is we, all of our kids have deficits. So us and our, our significant other were to identify a deficit in our kid and then give them the opposite label. So like if, if we're, we have a kid that's really struggling with being shy, we could be like, well, Hey, Miss Talkative. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mr. Chatter Chats. Get no, on over right. there. So I was thinking about oh. like how, how Ava is so serious. Like she wants to do everything right. Typical firstborn. So I was going to be like, you're, you're just this silly. Or how about to Leo when he's like screaming his shrill scream, you could just say, oh, you're such a quiet little mouse. He's <laughs> a quiet boy. He's so quiet. That's funny. I'd love to see. I'd love to know how that works. Date your child monthly, and that is make and make your entire time together a very positive experience by avoiding the C's correction, complaints, and criticism, both in the car during the entire date. Let your child select the date activity. Yeah, you guys do well with that. You you're right in the midst of Christmas. We didn't we didn't do (laughs) this is about us. We did not do that. We did group dates though. Like we had like. Dad would take the boys and I would have the girls or yeah. like he would take two kids to the Bucks game and um, or he would take you a couple kids on trips when he had to travel for work. He'd say this would be one I'm going to go preach, but I have to go Saturday night and he'd take a, a, a kid or two. So we did our best to kind of divide and conquer. I don't think we were consciously thinking like date, like quality time the way that is kind of a more like current thing to do. But we did it maybe a little less consciously. So, okay. Heck yes on that. Sometimes We did. And we each had a symphony date every season and a Bucks game. And you guys also didn't have a lot of money. So you did what you could. Exactly. Yeah. That is hard. I'll tell you that. We got to find the babysitter for that. But the the advice here was a one-on-one. So one parent would stay home with the other child. And then the notion being like that something about your child's eyes being windows. He went into that. I didn't Zach was falling asleep during the conference. It was a good conference, but it was a hard time of day. Wait, say that again, <laughs> Hannah, you cut out. Oh yeah, Zach was falling asleep a little bit during the conference. Um, and it was just because it's a hard time of day. It's a, it's a sleepy time of day. A sleepy yeah. time of day? Yeah. For Zach. Um, oh. Yeah, for Zach. But he, anyway, I, I digress. Hack yes or hack no. Did you encourage the effort over the result? Probably heck no. I'm kind of a results oriented person. So knowing me, 
I probably did not do well in that. I, um, you know, I'm sure I like went through the motions and was like, try your best, do your best. But I think I was probably more focused on the result, unfortunately. So that's a hack. No, I'll give myself a hack. No on that. That's fine. Your results oriented. You want to get them all right, but that's okay. Um, there's so many, there's me on here. So I'm just trying to pick a couple. Um, how did you do hack yes or hack no? Did you phrase? Well, let's do like this. Did you do um when you were in an intense conflict, were you kind of low and slow and um drew a hard line? Like you spoke in a low, slow voice and you didn't really negotiate. I think I was that hack yes especially when you guys were younger, maybe it got a little bit different when you were older. We probably had a little more like, um, you know, like go after it kinds of wars, wars, wars of wars of words, words of war anyway. But when you were younger, I felt like I was pretty calm, pretty steady, pretty like leaning into it, trying to manage the situation. Heck yes. I agree. I, I agree with that. I'm going to end on that one. Um, if you have any further questions, tech heads, I mean, I've gone to a seminar now. I'm going to start going once a week before church. So uh, these, I, ha I have to give credit where credit is to come from Dr. Randy Schrader. And he, the title this page, Simple Habits for Effective Parenting. How many weeks will you be going? Six weeks, Sundays at, we'll go before church. Um, now, so it's a better time for the for the families. Six weeks on Sundays before church. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Where are the kids during this? There's childcare provided, and there was today too. They had all of Redeemer's student council watch the big kids, and then they had some hired hands in the nursery for the little kids. Um, Leo was right on that line, like three year olds, and he fought it a bit. But I laid a hard line. <laughs> Just kidding. He came back and forth. <laughs> So which one did he go to? You know, like he came, he kept having to come back into the conference because like we kind of dropped him off and then he started screaming. Then he finally went with a friend um, willingly to oh. the children area. Yeah. That sounds like a great resource. I'm glad that you guys get to do that. Thank you. Yes, I think it's great. Um, okay, okay, so now we're going to glean from your wisdom. Wow. What, what about before this parenting course? <laughs> you also like wisdom. I told you I felt a little nauseous the other night. You sent me seven quick tips that I wasn't expecting. Yes. And Enter that's what I want to kind of focus the attention toward your pregnancy here. So <laughs> what I'd like to do is have you quickly comment on something that you're excited about and nervous about first for the pregnancy and then for parenting. And then we're going to pull our guest speaker back into um, the conversation with her wisdom. So go ahead. Excited about and nervous about both for pregnancy and then parenting. Okay. Pregnancy nervous is probably labor because I joke and say like, I hope they can just wake me up when it's over. <laughs> but I don't think it works that way. I am not a health field lover. Like I just don't like anything that has to do with that stuff. And recently uncovered that my fear of needles is much stronger than I thought when I fainted for the first time in my life at a blood draw. 
So to my defense, they did take eight vials of blood. That's a lot. Uh, but I totally passed out and that has never happened to me before. But I bounced back quickly, I'd like to say. And I had I had everybody laughing. I had everyone in stitches <laughs> within five minutes of coming back to consciousness. So that's a pregnancy nerve. Pregnancy exciting? Um, is there anything exciting about that? Well, what about, let me tell you what you're going to be excited for. You feel some movements. Uh, that's kind of weird to me, honestly. Okay. I think it's all a little weird. I'm excited to do the make the uh, nursery. Oh, that's fine. Nursery. Yeah, that's good. That's valid. The physical side of pregnancy is a little like uh, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really like too attached to like the stages and things. Maybe it'll come later. I don't. I haven't really experienced too much physically, even though I'm like 17 weeks. Not wow. That went fast for me. Oh, well, congratulations. Um, and then for parenting, nervousness is definitely the sleep factor because I need a solid nine. And yeah. so that's a concern, but I'm going to draw a hard and low. I'm going to draw a hard and low line or whatever you said. Right. Get to sleep. Good luck. Baby Shalom, we are going to bed now. <laughs> so that's going to be a priority. And then excited, I think just in general. I think like everything's going to change. It's still a little surreal to me, but um, excited to be a mom, excited to be a parent. And yeah, it's coming up July. Coming up July. I'm already making my plans, as you know. Um, all right, back to the parenting expert. Mom, you've had us yes. both like daughters. And now you're, you've, you've seen me as a mother and you're going to get to see Rachel as a mother soon. What do you think um, some of Rachel's real strengths are going to be as a mom? I think Rachel is a really good listener and like responder. Like she's, mm -hmm. she's very strong in her communication in general. And so I think she'll really be tuned into the, whatever her children are telling her, her child is telling her whether it be verbal or nonverbal. And at first it's going to be a lot of verbal as far as crying. So she, you're going to know, Rachel's is going to know like instinctively. No, but once that actual, just more the stages of where there's words or just, you know, it's, it's less just sleeping, eating and crying and changing diapers. I think that she'll be really good at just connecting. That's mm. the word I'm looking for connecting. That's such a compliment. Thank you, Mimi. You're welcome. Mom, you I think you kind of fancy yourself to be a, a strong connector with the, the younger age group too. Would you say that? I do. I love with um, your kids, Hannah, I love trying to understand the root cause of whatever it is. And a lot of it's just my psychological piece coming out, but it's like, why is this happening right now? This um, conflict or this meltdown or this, whatever it might be. I really try to, first of all, I try to nip it in the butt. I don't like to I think you're more of a let them work it out, like let them like get it out or, or let the conflict work itself out. But I'm more of nip it in the bud and then try to figure out what's happening that I can help with. But it's easier for me because I'm like all all in and all hands on deck when I'm with your kids. And you're more like, you know, you're you're doing a lot more multitasking. I'm generally pretty much just 
just Dr. like Dr. Me. Schrader says, ask a lot of how and why questions. Mm-hmm. Really? I like yeah. um, when you nip it in the bud, you go, I clap my hands a lot. No, 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 Leo, Leo, come here, come over here. Let's talk. Let's talk. That's what dog, I do. Dog language. I love that. And I do that with, I do it with all of them. Like, okay, come over here. Let's figure this out. And then we figure it out. <laughs> I love when you do that. We almost, always, we almost always figure it out. Yeah. But I can tell it's coming like, oh, he's not going to like this. It's usually a transition, right? Like he's got to go take a bath or he's got to go do the, or it's usually, I don't know why I'm saying Leo, but generally he's been the one that I am spending the most time with when I'm there because he's, he's, a, he's a little more um, higher maintenance, although less lately, but he was there for a while, right? We always, we had that joke where it was like, mom's on Leo and I'm on, and Hannah, you would be with the other the three. The other three, yeah. Yeah. So um, mom, now you've seen Rach as an aunt and she's an amazing aunt, but, um, motherhood is a little bit different. So what do you think is going to be either be a challenge or a struggle or maybe something that she's not quite, um, experienced yet with aunthood, um, or experienced fully? Yeah, I do think she hit the nail on the head when she said about the sleep deprivation, that <laughs> is a tough one. And it's just, it's just unavoidable. There will be phases and, um, I think you'll be fine, Rachel, but it will, at first it will be, that will be a little, a little daunting. I already have a okay. night nurse hired. His name is Kyle. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I and kidding. I do marvel at how well both of you, your spouses are just so amazing in terms of what they can do around the house. And, support. and dad was that way too, but it was a different generation. So there were sort of different expectations. Yeah, there. we can get it. That could be a whole nother episode. That would right? be a fun one. Yeah. And if there's something other than sleep you're worried about, you can tell me. I will. Let me think on that. Uh, yeah. At this point, I can't think of anything else. Okay, mom. Um, so you've already alluded to it a little bit, but how has your perspective on parenting changed becoming a grandparent versus when you, you were in it uh, with your five kids? Yeah. Mine would be, and again, it's easier as a grandparent. It's just presence. It's just pr- that that really that feeling of presence. So it's one thing, like I was mostly stay at home. So that's different from you, Hannah and Rach too, because you're going to keep working um, somewhat. But I was pretty much full-time home with a few little odd jobs, different things here and there teaching. And I did, I was in grad school, but I still felt like as I look back, even though I spent a lot of time, I don't feel like I was always present. And I think that with especially for women now who are also working, that it's important to, when you're with them physically, to really also be present. And we all know that those distractions are huge. Like it's the, um, it's the, uh, you know, social media, just that one thing right there. Right. And so in general, which we didn't, I didn't have social media. So I'm like, well, what was I doing? I don't (laughs) know. I don't feel like I was really dishes. And it's funny too, like now I remember like, oh, I have to make lunch. Okay, you guys watch Sesame Street. I mean, it was almost like I couldn't, we used TV. I think I used TV more and maybe some of it was because we were home more, but. Yeah, right. We only got 30 minutes a day. Well, when you no, were younger, wishbone was 30 and magic school was just well, and we different hour, stages. Right? like there was a school stage where you come home from school and then what do you do play or do you watch TV? I usually let you guys just like decompress with TV, you know, like good TV, but, um, I thought, why couldn't I make lunch and not turn on the TV? Like what was so hard about that? So just, and just like 
be with my kids and have them help and have them, you know, but so I think I look back and I just think that would be the thing I would go back and just really that presence and really being really, again, that working on that connection of what's mm-hmm. going on in their little minds and bodies and souls. So would you give this tip like a working mom or just a, any mom in general, quality over quantity? Would I take quality? Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. So but I think you, know. you have to be careful because sometimes you can mislabel and think that because you're picking quantity and then you have to really evaluate, is it because you're picking quality, is it really quality? Like that's the hard thing is really having the quality that you think you want. And because you're obviously pulled in so many directions, you know, when you're working full time, you have multiple kids. That's a great tip. All right. And then you've also had the opportunity to um, both witness other moms, mom, and um, alongside them and looking back at them, looking forward at them. So what tip would you give both of us when it comes to advice from other parents, uh, advice from other moms, and um, how, what kind of standard to hold ourselves to when we are, are watching other moms model in a way? Well, you know, I've said it before, all you got to do is show them Jesus, mm-hmm. show them Jesus. They see that in your relationship with your spouses, the love you show each other and, and just your household, right, is focused on Jesus. So show them Jesus. And if that's all you do, you will be huge, hugely, like however you want to rate or like call yourself successful as a parent. But that's, I think, just um, priority number one. But just funny things, like I remember in the grocery store, like listening to people interact with their kids and like just a kind of, a, <laughs> like, why are you speaking? Like you want everybody to hear that you're a good parent. Right. In the store, you're doing, I, that was just my pet peeve. Like you don't have to prove to me in the store, the way you're speaking with your child, that you're, that you're a good parent, whether it was disciplining or whatever. So I guess it's, again, just that quiet kind of calm voice of, you know, cause kids are grabbing things and wanting this and misbehaving in the store. And, it, and then it's just like how you, how you sort of interact with them in a way that shows that you're kind of in control, but not, you don't need to like broadcast to the whole world that you're in control. I don't know. I agree that's with just you, Sam. a funny thing. Yeah. Great tip. Awesome. Okay. Now here was one of my issues with my conference today. I actually asked a question about this because I felt like two of his rules um, contradicted one another. And you tell me what you think, mom, on this. Okay. So um, never, and that's all in all caps, threaten, bargain, or intimidate to accomplish a goal discipline the first time decisively and consistently that's one of the rules and then i jumped down to number 21 use grandma's law when you do this then you can do blank when you take out the kitchen trash then you may play outside never say if you because then it's like they can't do it if you believe that they can do those contradict are you supposed to um, bargain or that- look straight in the screen because you're, you're 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 cutting out and say the first one again okay sorry i have to read it so it's hard to speak never threaten bargain or intimidate to accomplish your goal discipline the first time decisively and consistently and then grandma's law it's called when you do this then you can do that right no i do not think they're inconsistent I agree that I think those are consistent because I think it's establishing the authority of who is really in, in charge here. Like, you know, I do remember as a 
parent, young parent saying, and I've said this to you too, Hannah, like, wait, I'm the, I'm the adult here. I'm like, I'm not, I'm the, I'm the one in charge here, you know, reminding yourself. So I think it's, um, it's just not, not threatening, obviously, but not, not maybe like going into a huge long debate. I mean, that's exhausting to like debate back and forth that if you do this, so I like the, I like the language of when you do this. And then it's like, then you got to, then they have, they make the choice instead of you like going back and forth on that negotiation. Yeah, that makes sense. When you told it, he, he also then answered my question with, you can use this thing where you just always say, and so if they debate you where they're like, I don't want to brush my teeth. And you could say, I hear you don't want to brush your teeth and you're going to brush your teeth or whatever. I don't want to do this. I hear you say that. And, and then Zach, the example he used was grammatically incorrect. And Zach was like, I can't get behind that because he took away one of my conjunctions, but, but it (laughs) doesn't grammatically make sense. And all the time. Yeah. The, the big, the big parenting theme when, when we were raising you guys was to not use, was to use a lot of I wording. Like I really feel like what you're doing is not appropriate right now. Like you put it, put it back on yourself. I don't know if that's still part if that was, part you know, of it's so funny you said that because this is my pet peeve at things like this. When somebody doesn't actually have a question, but they have something to add to the subject yeah. and some guy from your era added the I word. <laughs> I yeah. yeah, there it is. Oh, well, they don't really have a question. They just want to say that like, when, when, when we were growing up, or when we were young parents, I'm like, first of all, why are you here? You're super yeah, because they're grandparents, maybe. No, yeah, you're right. I appreciated this comment, but I had to get to nap time. Um, all right, we're gonna have you offer a few hacks for the audience. Um, and what I would like to do, Rachel, is we're gonna give her a hack at every level. So these are actually spontaneous for me and my sister. So we're gonna. I want you, Rachel, to think of a hack for the first five years, which is a big time. I'll do um, ages five to 10. And then, Rachel, you're going to ask for um, middle school, and I'm going to ask for high school on up. Okay. Wait, who's providing the hacks, mom? You, no, you and I are. Do you want me to take the young one? <laughs> so we're, mo- oh, mom's giving the responses. Yeah. We're just ask, asking her to give her t- a tip to the audience. Okay. Do what I'm saying? Mom, do you have a tip for the audience? No, no. First, you have to say something like, I'll give an example. Okay. okay. This is a hack for ages zero to five. So, mom, what is your hack for living positively even when you have no sleep? Oh, okay. Got you. Got you. Got you. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. <clears throat> mom, what is your hack for being a working mom for to a little baby? She never <laughs> wow, that's hard. I guess my hack would be, I think Hannah's a great example of, I don't know if this is controversial to say, because it's kind of a more liberal thing to say, but it takes a village. Like I really think, and Rach, you have a community, you have a community of, of people to help you. And so to call on that community for help, and, and maybe it's an hour come over to give you a break, or maybe it's to pick up some things for you, run an errand. Like I didn't have that. That's another thing I just did not have. Mm-hmm. And you guys so moved a lot. 
Uh, yeah, and so I'm very grateful for the community Hannah has there, her nanny's family, her church friends, her CTX colleagues. I mean, she really does have a great community. And I know you, it's the same way. I just haven't seen it um, with you in, as in the parenting role, Rach, but I know that it will be the same. Yeah, perfect. So that it would always be my helps because you always thank our friends for us. So that helps to really instill friendship because when you come here, you can just thank everyone and then people really feel like they need to help. I always say, thanks for being Rachel's friend. That's so nice. <laughs> you know, you're conservative when you're nervous to say it takes a village. <laughs> Here's a really liberal kind of train it. of thought. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Tammy. <laughs> um, mom, offer a hack because ages five to 10, they're really starting to read and bring home homework. So offer a hack for homework, for helping with homework. Oh man, boy. I, I think most parents would agree. I don't think this is like a demographic or like a, a, you know, a age difference that homework is a hassle for parents because kids don't want to do it. I, um, I tried so many different things. I remember having a rule, laying a rule down for a while. I was like, right when you get home, you're doing homework. Like we tried that and that did not go over well. And that's when I realized you needed some breathing space to do it. But I think it's just structured kind of just sort of like oversight, like be, have them be in a place where you can watch and monitor, but let them kind of do it and not, you know, sit there and like breathe down their neck, but just have to kind of like be there with them as, and you know, of course the kitchen table after dinner is a good, a good place for that. That's how we did it. Seemed like you guys never had homework though. You guys were always, you were, you guys were just all geniuses. You never had homework. <laughs> <laughs> you did have a lot of homework in high school. I, you in went high to school. School for you. Yeah. Okay, Rachel, you got a middle school hack. You those are kind of hard years for you. So you, I figured you could take that one. I never did homework, by the way. But I <laughs> but I have really bad dreams. I had a gripping dream last night again that I couldn't remember what my eighth eighth hour class was, and I had to go to the guidance office and have them reprint my schedule. <laughs> anyway, um, okay, I'm middle school. Hack for when you notice one of your own kids being the sassy one or the mean friend. Oh, oh man. Because um, I think that was me. Yes, you had a few incidents like that. Oh, I think what I tried to do was instill just again, remember how I would always say, build each other up build each other up. Or I'd always say every day when you get out of the car, if I was oh, driving, Lord. I'd say, Jesus loves you. Pass it on, pass it on. I just tried to instill oh, that was for that. general, <laughs> build up and, you know, build each other up. Don't tear each other down. I did that more like with each other, like as siblings, but I was, I think that would be my hack for the household is like a lab for like, it's like the lab of what, what they are out in the world. So if you do it within your family, they're going to hopefully be kind outside of the family. So you would say you would uh, advocate for more of an indirect approach. I think that's more of an indirect approach. Yes. <laughs> okay. Last one. This is hack for high school and beyond hack mm -hmm. for building autonomy. Um, in a way that's that kids can handle it. Mm. Autonomy and independence. I feel like you were good at this. Yes. Well, 
couple things. It helped that our house was close to the high school because we could actually keep a very close eye on you because you were, you guys hung out at our house a lot. So that was comforting. You know what, actually, I would say, trust your, trust your, uh, children's friends in high school it's so much if they're with friends and families you know and trust you've got the whole battle like that there's really no fear and like your friends you know we just knew them we knew their families pretty well and so we always felt pretty we felt like we could give you independence and autonomy especially since your friends' families tended to be stricter than us and so we let them enforce a lot of that remember curfew and all that so that was kind of nice for us, we could just be like, yeah, well, hey, they say you got to be an 11, then might as well come home. But yeah, so I think it was, um, I think it really was ensuring that you're, we were supportive of your really positive friendships and relationships. Mm, that's good advice. That's but we one. did have a, we did have a hard curfew of 1130. Hannah's friends might've had stricter rules. Mine didn't, but we were. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you're just thinking of the new maze. Yeah, we were well, yeah. you with, with with curfews and yeah. the domains no sleepovers on school nights and stuff like that. Yeah. They were strict and you were with them all the time though, Hannah, you were with Kate all the time. But the other thing um, I would say is, yeah. And so it's opposite. So like for you girls, there was some of that, but for the boys, we were like, go, like get out there, like socialize, like do come home at two in the morning, just go do something. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit that way um, with them. So um, it was a different ball game with them because they just, they were very happy to stay home. And that was kind of nice too, looking back on that. Yeah. You, that reminds you me out. of how you let them treat basketball as their summer job. And I had to go work at Jimmy John's. <laughs> I remember you would I go to the parties that Andrew was supposed to be at. And then you'd call and you'd be like, Andrew, get over to this party. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, go do it. And he'd be like, I don't want to. Yeah, I might've <laughs> had something to do with that. All right. Well, mom, that is, um, thank you for all those experts' opinions. We have um, just nothing but excitement for the newest member of the family coming in July, coming in hot, Woo. coming in literally hot in July. Hot. I know. Speaking of, I didn't come up with any hashtags, but I think um, we should have, we should like for our next episode, we should just do a bunch of like baby hashtags to get it started. That's good. We can just we can just hashtag Shalom Tomes for now. Hashtag Shalom Tomes. Yep. Um, and uh, we're excited for a new year with the Hackheads. We got some good guests coming up and it's going to be a great 2022. How I know about this is our fourth year, fourth year podcasting. I think we yeah. said this on our other mini stuff. Yeah, we did. We did. We how, don't about, how about one hashtag that relates to because my big one, my big claim to fame is that hashtag decentralized cleaning supplies. Oh, you'd like to offer one for the audience? So de- de- related to that and related to my um, build community for helping you um, and sort of like it takes a village, decentralized parenting. <laughs> that doesn't rhyme at all. Hashtag decentralized parenting. Like let other people do it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> another indirect approach mom you you give yourself you don't give yourself enough credit for how great of a parent you were oh thank you I oh you did nag me a lot but we got we started getting along better um when I was in college how about how about that for a hack like let your child go out of state to college that's what we all did yes that was good but 
we got along well, right? We didn't, we were good. We probably just had a little clashing in high school, but other than that. Rose colored glasses. (laughs) Yeah, but what was that letter I, what was that letter I wrote (laughs) that I found recently that was like, Lord, I wrote in youth group. I was like, Lord, please help my parents to understand, to understand me. Yeah, we, we were, yeah, you were, you were, you were tricky. You, you were I felt really misunderstood. Yeah, you will. And then you went away and you rebelled because when you came back your first uh, at Thanksgiving, after your first semester at CTX, you had your nose pierced, your hair dyed black. It was brown. It wasn't supposed to be black. It was supposed to be brown. And I was like, wow, she she's really becoming a rebel, but then you got that out of your system. But rightfully so, because you gave away everything in my room within a month that I went to college, I came home I'm, and my room was empty. <laughs> it was all packed up in labeled boxes. You have it in bins. You're right. Yeah, you, if you still haven't picked them up, that, that's on you. I've got mine yours. I have mine too. I got mine before you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. We'll wrap up here. <laughs> have a great day, hackheads. Love you guys. Bye, Mama. Bye, sis. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sister Hack. For podcast news and updates and some awesome pictures, be sure to follow Hannah and Rachel on Instagram by following at Sister Hack Podcast.